Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving my head. Yeah. I'm laying it off. Love that too. I'm pronating. When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. I look like a fool. What the hell do you think you look like shooting them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass? Well, we're waiting. What's up, golf fans, and welcome back to another episode of Fairways and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, on this Tuesday and Thursday podcast all about the game of golf. Sometimes we have guests, the two-man scramble segment. Sometimes we don't, in which case that's just a typical Fairways and Dreams podcast, which is what we have today. We've got a lot to talk about. The golf world is buzzing after this weekend's American Express tournament in La Quinta, California. We'll talk a lot about Nick Dunlap that won that tournament. We've got Rory McIlroy winning again in Dubai. Of course, we have to talk about Tiger Woods, the logo, the new branding. We'll get to all of that right here on Fairways and Dreams. I do always want to say, if you are interested in some new golf apparel of any kind, check out Acorn Hills. Go to acornhillsco.com and use the code FD15 to save yourself 15% at checkout. Some really good stuff coming up. I've already been given like a little bit of a taste as to what's coming up and sneak peek of a spring and summer uh, rollout for the whole website and apparels can be awesome. Make sure you check that out. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the news in the world of golf. I mentioned Rory McIlroy in Dubai, the Dubai classic. He's an international guy. We talked a lot about that last week in the fairways and dreams podcast. This is his fourth time winning that tournament, not a stacked field if I'm being completely honest, but nonetheless, he wins the tournament. So good for Rory for getting that win. I'm sure he was really itching to get a victory after failing the week prior. He'll probably take some time off as he gets ready for the full spring. You know, when you talk about the major tournaments leading up to the masters, the waste management uh, tournaments like that. So I'm sure he'll be gearing up for that after his trip to Dubai. But what we want to talk about the majority of this podcast is a guy I didn't know much about. Now, if, for the for the purists out there, for the people that love the game of golf professionally, amateur, doesn't matter, they know or knew who Nick Dunlap was. I did not. I had no idea who he was until this weekend when this amateur comes out of nowhere and ends up winning the American Express PGA Tournament. And it makes me ask the question, is Nick Dunlap the face, the future face of professional golf? And when I think about 
everyone knows the tiger. The you know, tiger was golf. He expanded the game. He helped get people introduced to the game that had no prior knowledge or desire to play the game of golf. Tiger Woods revolutionized the game and equipment and all of it. Tiger was probably the most influential golfer of all time. Doesn't mean he was the greatest of all time. Uh, plenty will argue for Jack Nicholas, which on Monday was his 84th birthday. So happy birthday to Jack Nicholas and the Golden Bear. But when I think about Tiger Woods, I also feel like he was the last face of the PGA Tour. Rory McIlroy's done his job. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, all these, Brooks Kepka, all these players have stepped up and you thought might be able to seize that, that title of the face of golf, but none have. And now Tiger Woods still is the face of golf. When Tiger plays in a tournament, whether you love him, whether you hate him, you pay attention. You know how he plays. You're keeping tracks. So a lot of people get notifications on their phones of Tiger Woods might have birdied in the first round and he's even part. doesn't matter. Tiger Woods still moves the needle more than anyone else in the game of golf. But this Nick Dunlap kid, the more I read about him, the more research that I did about him as an amateur, a 20-year-old, by the way, boy, is he impressive. Now, I don't know if he has the charisma of even a Phil Mickelson. You know, Phil Mickelson, I've always said there are certain athletes that if they lived at a different time, they would have been absolutely dominant. Let's give you an example. In, this, in the football world, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I always said that if Ben Roethlisberger didn't play at the same time of Tom Brady, he would have won a lot of Super Bowls and would be considered one of the greatest of all time. Nonetheless, he didn't. He played in the same era as the greatest quarterback of all time and Tom Brady, who's won seven Super Bowls. We all know that story. Just like with Phil Mickelson, if, if he wasn't in the PGA Tour and around when Tiger Woods was dominant, I mean, my gosh. He, he probably would have been the dominant golfer. He would have been the premier player. He was already a premier player, but he probably would have been the face of golf. That's why I wonder, is Nick Dunlap, this amateur, is he the future face of professional golf? That's a lot to heap on a young guy. That is a lot of pressure to heap on someone. So Nick Dunlap wins the American Express. He's the first amateur on tour since 1991. And that was Phil Mickelson at the Northern Telecom Championship. I mean, shoot, we all remember that tournament, right? I'm joking. No one does, at least not my age. But Phil Mickelson wins. He was the last player to win in 1991, an amateur winning a tour event. So this made me figure out, okay, who is this Nick Dunlap guy? Who is Nick Dunlap? He is currently a University of Alabama sophomore. So he's only a sophomore in college. As I mentioned earlier, he's 20 years old. He is the second youngest champion since 1950 on the PGA Tour, second only to Jordan Spieth. I didn't even realize this. Jordan Spieth won, I think it was the John Deere, in 2013 when he was 19 years old. That was Jordan Spieth. So he's the second youngest champion on tour since 1950. There's a big question that Nick Dunlap has to answer now. With a PGA Tour win under his belt, you have to ask, is he going to return to college, finish his college season, maybe his college career at Alabama, or is he going to go pro? These are decisions that a lot of the greatest golfers that have gone to college have had to question. When you think about Tiger Woods, when he was at Stanford, he also had to answer that question. The question of, 
am I going to continue to stay in college, try to go the amateur route, or am I going to go pro, start making money, and thinking that this is the next step of my career? Tiger Woods, he left relatively early. The NCAA was definitely not very kind to Tiger Woods as it pertains to how they handled him off the course. If you want to look that up, go look it up. But he has a big question. We're talking about Nick Dunlap now. Does he want to go pro? And that's something that he actually is taking some time to, to mull around. And the reason why we know this is that he withdrew from this upcoming tournament, the Farmers Insurance Tournament. He was already eligible as he wins that tournament to play in the next tournament. He decided to withdraw. He says he's got a, a lot of thinking to do. It was a life-changing event is what he called it. And that's absolutely the case. When you win a PGA tournament, that you now have a very critical decision as an amateur as to what you do next. What he has to think about is that he now has earned a PGA tour card or membership through the 2026 calendar year. So there's no Q school. There's no qualifying. There's no corn Ferry tour, anything like that. He is qualified for the PGA membership through 2026. If he wants it, he gets full exemptions, full exemptions. He can still play in the masters, the U S open and the open championship as an amateur. If he wants to stay, the PGA gives him 30 days to decide. 30 days. I, I don't know. You can say what you want about that 30-day time period. It's, it's a, this is a life-changing decision for a young man, 20 years old. You have to think, though, and I know that after you know you do your research on Tiger Woods, his thought process was, what more can I gain from the amateur side of things? That was why he went pro when he went pro. Essentially, why exactly would I stay as a collegiate, as an amateur? What else can I do? What else can I get? Because just so you know, in case you don't, I didn't know this, that Nick Dunlap is only the second player since Tiger Woods to win both the U.S. Junior Amateur and the U.S. Amateur. And he's the only player, Nick Dunlap is the only player to do all of the above. So to win the U.S. Junior to win the U.S. Amateur, and to win a PGA Tour event. There's been a lot of phenoms that have come up through the ranks. There's been a lot of people that say, this player is the next player, the next, and they're not going to say the next Tiger Woods. That, that Nick Tiger Woods is a one in a million thing. He's a generational talent. But there are people that say, this next player is the next player to keep an eye on because he could change the game. He could be the next big name in golf. And they've all fizzled out. They have all fizzled out for whatever reason. Maybe it's burnout. Maybe they, they don't qualify. They don't get through Q school. Whatever it is, the one thing when you look more into Nick Dunlap is that he actually has what looks to be staying power. Now, a lot of that depends on if he can stay healthy. But if he can stay healthy, and that's a big if in the game of golf, if he can stay healthy, Here's some background on what he's already done to make you think like, well, this isn't a flash in the pan type guy. This is a young man who could really turn some heads and actually put together something special if he chooses to go pro. He said openly that he still has a desire to play for Alabama. He's a huge Crimson Tide guy to play for Alabama, win an SEC championship and also win a national championship. So he hasn't done that yet, but, if you're thinking this guy is just going to be gone in a couple months or a year, we're not going to know who he is. This kid, <laughs> he is still a kid. At the age of 12, 
at the age of 12, shot a 59 in a tournament to win by 13 strokes. In a regular standard tournament, he shot a 59. Okay, so anyone that's listening to this podcast, I don't care how old you are, have you ever shot a 59 on 18 holes? And the answer is going to be a resounding no. I haven't, and I guarantee the majority of you listening that are playing a full course, not a par three or a pitch and putt, a full course have not shot a 59. He did it at 12. Also, in a Monday qualifier for a Corn Ferry Tour event, he shot a 62. And when you look at how he played over the weekend with the American Express Championship, he registered a 60. This this guy was unbelievable. Unbelievable. So you have to ask yourself, what is he going to do? What's he going to do? What would you do is a good question. What would you do as it pertains to going pro or staying with the college ranks and being an amateur? When you look at the college athletic scene, let's go down this road for a second. The NIL money that's available to players for the name, image, and likeness, sometimes that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money, and Alabama certainly has their donors that want to make sure their athletics are superior to the competition. There might be some donors that say, hey, we're going to give you Nick Dunlap, a whole boatload of money. We're talking millions to stay in college, stay here, help us win an SEC title, help us get a national championship in golf. We don't care. It's not all about football. We want to win. At Alabama, we want to win. So that might change the mentality a little bit. Because when I was in college, there was no NIL. There was no NIL money for any athlete. Division one, Division two, II, Division three doesn't matter. So therefore, if they had the opportunity to make a lot of money on a tour or a going pro. The question was easy. I'm gone. You look at Kobe Bryant bypassing college to go straight to the NBA. You look at LeBron James doing the same. You look at players like Kevin Durant who went one year and then they're out. You look at the NFL players that after their sophomore year, when they're able and eligible to join to go into the NFL draft, they do it as quickly as they can. This changes a lot of things. So what is he going to do? I don't know. We'll find out, I'm sure, soon enough. I, for one, I would look at what he's already accomplished, and I'm going to go back to what Tiger Woods said. He's won a U.S. Junior Amateur. He's won a U.S. Amateur, and he's already won a PGA event. Outside of the collegiate ranks, meaning winning for Alabama, what does that realm have for him anymore? And I think the answer is clear, not much. He's already accomplished almost everything that that realm has. Therefore, if I were him or I was advising him, I'd say go pro. Go pro. Have your tour card until 2026. You have exemptions through all these tournaments. Go out there. Get it while you can because the health of a player is never guaranteed. Back problems. You talk about knee issues. With golfers, you see it throughout all of them. Jordan Spieth with his wrist. There's injuries that happen in golf. No, it's not the NFL. No, it's not professional sports. It is professional sports. It's not physical, though. So, But it's a different type of physicality, which can be conducive to injury. So get it while you can. That would be my advice for the young man, but maybe you're different. That's fine. Okay, let's, take, let's talk a little bit about Tiger's logo. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. If you're on social media over the weekend, you saw this. I want to say it might have been Saturday. Late Friday night, Saturday, someone who has a ton of time on their hands was shifting through or sifting through all of the 
copyright. They're trying to get copyright on certain words and terms. And they looked up TaylorMade and TaylorMade put out copyrights for Sunday Red, Sunday Red, those three words, all these different things that relate to Tiger Woods. And they use this logo. Logo is a red background, black. You can tell it's a tiger, but it doesn't really look like a tiger. Not recognizable. You know, the, the TW that Tiger Woods would wear on his hat on Thursdays and Fridays, that is actually trademarked by him. He actually owns that. So I'm shocked that whatever they're going to do, whatever they're planning on doing, doesn't involve or won't involve that TW logo. He owns it. That's not Nike's. It's just really interesting that they want to go this route, that Tiger's going to not try and do something on his own. Really weird. Everything is weird about this. It's weird how Nike and Tiger kind of split up and went their separate ways. You would think that they would never want to abandon the cash cow that is Tiger Woods. You wonder why TaylorMade wants to go down this road. Obviously, he's a TaylorMade athlete, uses their drivers. We know all that. Uses their irons. But still, Sunday Red. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Go Google Sunday Red Tiger Woods. You'll see the logo. Not very appealing to me. What do I know? Let's also do a recap on the last tournament. You know, I gave you that, the the my bet for the, I did not place this bet. Again, it's too early in the season. I'm trying to figure out who's playing well. If anyone had Nick Dunlap, the amateur, as the overall winner, I'd love to see what those odds were. I'm sure they were incredible. You put down a $50 bet, you probably won yourself a lot of money. But I was the one that said, take Xander Shoffley and Jason Day to finish in the top 20. And this was via... Fan Duel Sportsbook. Again, not sponsored by them. That's just what I looked at. And that was plus 290 odds. All right, so that was the bet. So let's check in. Let's see if we cashed out or if we didn't. The answer was we didn't. Xander Shoffley, he did the job. He finished tied for third, minus 27. He's 27 under par. Jason Day, he was 18 under par. Played great. Played great all four days. Finished tied for 34th. So 14 spots out of where we needed him to finish in the top 20 to cash out. Like I said, and like I've always said, betting on golf is unbelievably difficult. It is crazy, crazy difficult. So my job, what I'm going to help you with, hopefully you, the listener out there, is let's get this golf game in terms of the golfers that are on tour playing well. Let's get red hot before the actual big money comes the masters. That's when the big money's there. And we'll also talk about the players in every tournament. We'll be doing this every single week. So make sure you're on the lookout for this upcoming farmers insurance open. We'll have a parlay there as well. Listen, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. That is at J Hartman, H A R T M A N. If you want to follow me on Instagram, that's where I talk about golf the most. It's the golf underscore life. Go check me out there. Go check out Acorn Hills, all that fun stuff. Check it out. Hopefully, we'll have a two-man scramble coming up on Thursday. In the meantime, you know we finish out these solo shows. Be safe. Be kind. Hit them straight. We'll see you next time on another episode of Fairways and Dreams. 